All right, welcome to the conversation on the Young Turks. Uh, we've got a great reporter that we're going to talk to about some really important news uh, in happening right now, including, unfortunately, sexual assault allegations against Joe Biden. Uh, so uh, Ryan Grimm is with us. He's the Washington Bureau Chief of The Intercept, uh, also a Young Turks contributor, uh, and as usual, broke a really, really important story. So, Ryan, before we get to your story about Time's Up, for folks who don't know, can you tell us who Tara Reid is and what her accusations are? Yeah, so she, Tara Reid was a, a former staffer for Senator Joe Biden in the early 90s, worked for him in 92, 93. And uh, she came out about a year ago, around the same time that there was a real flurry of news coverage around uh, Joe Biden's problems with personal space, which was kicked off, if you remember, by Lucy Flores, who said, is a Nevada politician. She said that while she was waiting to go on stage in 2014, the vice president was behind her, started stroking her hair, you know, rubbing her shoulders, gave her uh, a long, uncomfortable kiss on the back of her head and really kind of, you know, really threw her and, you know, messed up her abilities to, to speak and made her feel un uncomfortable. And that kicked off kind of a, a, a news cycle or two around uh, Joe Biden and and his kind of handsiness. Uh, there was then pushback to it from particularly on The View. And that's what's relevant to, to this story, where most of the women on The View said, look, this is Joe Biden. He, he puts his hands on people. Uh, you know, what are, what are you doing complaining? Like, you know, you're, you're tough. You know, Wilkie Goldberg, I think, said, turn around and smack the guy. Uh, which, you know, it, it is asking a lot of somebody, you know, this is somebody who I believe she was running for lieutenant governor at the time. And she's got the vice president uh, flying to Nevada to to campaign for her. So to ask her to turn around and just smack the vice president, uh, basically throwing away her race for lieutenant governor at that point was is asking an awful lot. And so Tara Reid was watching all of this unfold and and saw saw particularly the folks on The View saying, yeah, is there really anything to this? If there's so much to this, why haven't other people spoken up? This, the very similar things had happened to Tara while she was working for Joe Biden. And so she came forward to her local paper and she became part of this national conversation. And she said that he had, uh, you know, uncomfortably on a number of occasions run, run his fingers through her curly hair in front of people, had kind of rubbed her shoulders, uh, had... Uh, at one point, and, th and this is what created a dust up in the office, had, had asked her basically to serve as a cocktail waitress. She was a former model and actress before she uh, became a Hill staffer, asked her to kind of serve as a cocktail waitress at a, at a fundraiser, uh, which, which she ended up not doing. And it, and it, and it caused a, uh, some problems in the office. So she came out then and then immediately uh, she got utterly annihilated online because she had she's uh, she lives in Northern California. She'd been watching a bunch of uh, Oliver Stone documentaries about Russia on YouTube. Uh, she had a Russian friend in her uh, writing circle and she was starting to write a novel about uh, it was, you know, that was set in Russia. And so she wrote uh, a couple of pieces on Medium that were extremely flattering toward Russia and toward Vladimir Putin, particularly. And immediately people seized on these and said, well, you know, look at this Russian operative who's who's now making accusations against uh, Joe Biden. And so she completely clammed up, uh, 
didn't say anything for for several months uh, until uh, she kind of came back out of her shell and started reaching out to reporters again in uh, the last summer, which culminated in then going to Time's Up or earlier this year to say that she had an additional allegation uh, that she had wanted to tell but hadn't been able to because of kind of the the, she felt like she hadn't been able to because of the, the, the kind of crush of the blowback, which was related to a, a sexual assault that took place while she was working with Biden. So that's kind of the background on on who she is. Right. So before we get to the things that uh, I'm actually most fascinated by in this story, which is the press reaction, there's a Democratic establishment reaction. Uh, I think that shows their hypocrisy, but I'm not surprised by it. Uh, the, the press is amazing. But before we get there, we still have some ground to cover here. So uh, I think it was Isaac Edward Dovere. I'm never quite mm-hmm. sure how to pronounce his name, uh, that uh, it was the one who mainly attacked her as, as the Russian operative, right? I mean, because there isn't an yeah, establishment right. point of view that that guy won't back. Right. No, he's, he's, he's a quite committed ideologue, uh, which is impressive like it, it's it's most of the the centrists that you find in in this world are uh you know they're, they're just kind of like whatever uh, and you know if the politics move in a different direction they'll move in a different direction that that guy is 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 deeply committed to his his worldview and so i guess for that you got to respect him but but that's right so he he kind of went on the warpath uh in in posting a lot of these uh, quotes from from her me- from her medium posts about about Putin, uh, which yeah. to be to be clear, like she's she's not a Russian operative. Russian operatives don't pl- praise Putin <laughs> like, uh, because then it exposes them as Russian operatives. Like that's 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 <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not how you do this this kind of thing. If anybody has seen the Americans, you know they they weren't out there telling their neighbors. Um, how how amazing the USSR was because you know then your cover's blown. Yeah, so look, uh, I read the Medium post, and I, I, to say that I'm not a fan of Putin is the world's greatest understatement. And so some of it made me uncomfortable. And I think it's actually fair to ask questions about Tara Reid. I'm not in the camp of believing women means that you don't ask any questions and you assume immediate guilt. I don't think that anybody's really in that camp. It just means. Uh, hear them out, take their allegations seriously, incredibly, which was the rule until Tara Reid. And now that rule apparently no longer exists. We're going to get to that in a second. Uh, But I mean, that the the writer we're talking about writes at Politico and has never met a progressive he didn't want to destroy uh, and hasn't written an incredibly mean article about. Uh, And but the reason that I bring him up here, because it isn't about him, who cares about him? And I personally, I don't know him from Adam and I don't care. Uh, It's that if you were going to have a negative story about a progressive that you wanted to plant, he's the guy you would go to. You you would get your Apple research people to go, oh, my God, I found something on Medium. Let me give it to Isaac Edward, presumably Dovere, uh, and and he'll write it. (laughs) And and he did. So. The minute you say Russian Washington, it not only ends the conversation, and everybody who's watched the Young Turks knows I have I don't agree with anybody on Russia. I don't agree with the establishment. I don't agree with the people who call it Russia Gate, etc. I have a unique opinion on that. Uh, but um, but in Washington, it's also a code word for illegitimate. Don't right. touch. Right. Uh, 
Right. So now, in this case, though, Tara Reid's accusations, and this is also an interesting point uh, about her credibility, and, and these are things that need to be discussed. Um, her allegations went from touching my hair, etc., asking me to serve at this party, to far worse. And so we've talked about in the show, and, and it's super uncomfortable to talk about all these stories are, but I'll tell the audience, and then you'll tell us what happened with Time's Up. So she goes, she was, went on Katie Halper's show, she explained it, uh, she went on Rising, she, and she most importantly went to Time's Up, the, the people who were supposed mm -hmm. to uh, pursue this and help women in this situation. And she said, it was actually worse. One time he pushed me up against the wall, went under my skirt, inside my skirt, and, and penetrated me with his fingers. So that is devastating. That is a very, very serious charge. And again, Young Turks, we don't follow any of the rules. Previous rules were you're not even allowed to talk about the severity of the charge. Any charge, is they're all equal. I, I remember people telling me this and yelling at me for this. I, and we didn't agree then, we don't agree now. To me, it, touching people's hair and making them uncomfortable is terrible, and the vice president shouldn't do that. That's an abuse of his power. He should at least have enough sense to know that, that people feel uncomfortable about that. But the kind of sexual assault that Tara Reid is describing now is a whole different level and, and clearly massively important. So she goes to the Times Up, and Ryan, this is where your reporting picks it up. What happened? Right, so uh, she... So Time's Up was is you know this organization that was founded out of the Me Too movement had the most successful GoFundMe campaign in the in the site's history raised twenty four million just there um, on top of all the money they've raised elsewhere and and they've put that toward uh, defending women who are work in male dominated industries who are victims of of sexual harassment or assault and uh, they they fund both legal cases and and PR work on behalf of of those women uh they've they've worked uh, on behalf of a bunch of the weinstein victims they they've they've done a lot of terrific work over the years and they they're they're the place that if you are a victim who wants to come forward that you want to that you want to go to so she reached out in in january of this year said i have this story um and she was she was moving along her initial conversations uh with times up were were productive and uh, they start. They referred her to a number of attorneys and told her, "We have this, you know, nonprofit fund that uh, can help you with uh, with legal bills and with with PR, uh, which which she needed. Um, she's a work, working class person who who can't swing, you know, the, the giant retainer uh, for the lawyers that this would cost. And then at, at a few weeks later, as it continued to go on, in in another call with uh, with the director, with a director. She was told, you know, we actually, it turns out that we can't help you uh, because the person who you're accusing is running for federal office and we're a tax exempt 501c3. We can't be engaged in electioneering. And so therefore uh, we can't, we can't take, we can't fund your legal case. We can't fund any of the PR around you. We're still happy to, you know, refer you to our network of, of attorneys, but if they, if they, want to work for money then you know we we can't we can't help you out we're you know we we wish you the best you know we support you but but we can't do that for you now i talked to a couple of uh tax lawyers who said that that 
that's not a that's not a reasonable interpretation of of tax law. I mean, first of all, you have to w- worry about risk. Like, it is the Trump administration's IRS going to, um, uh, sorry, is the is the Biden administration like if 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 Biden actually goes goes on to win, um, you know, or is is the Trump administration going to come after uh, this five hundred one c three for coming after Joe Biden with an allegation like this that, you know, that's, that's just, that's just completely implausible. Um, and so, right. uh, I, so yes, it, it's, but also, it's but also a, the, the legal uh, question is just real quickly, the, le- the legal question is if you have a set of criteria, you know, we represent women who have allegations against men in male dominated industries who've done X, Y, and Z, then as long as you're, case fits that it doesn't matter if the person is running for federal office that's what a lot of tax lawyers uh told me so as long as they follow that criteria they they should have been okay yeah so look to me that's super obvious but but i want to press on that a little bit uh so have they never criticized the politician uh did they not speak out about al franken i I genuinely don't know that's why i'm asking you uh because they're all running for federal office. Uh, right. They they all run for re-election. So uh, there was a, if you remember, there was a California case that you might remember the details of, where there was a lobbyist who had a, a claim against, um, or had a case against uh, a politician, a state politician in California, um, where they were they were active participants uh, in in that one. Now, I guess that wouldn't be a federal case, but I don't think you can use tax exempt money for a state election uh, either. You know, the, most of the cases they, they do are actually in, you know, the business community and, um, you know, in entertainment and elsewhere. But this scenario would rule out representing somebody who had a case against Donald Trump, any member of the House of Representatives, any any senator, um, which and it, and it fe- that and that feels uh, you know, uh, that, that feels a bit strange for the, the type of organization that they are. That's insane. So if a woman comes up and says, Mitch McConnell sexually assaulted me, they're going to say, whatever, go, go take it up with someone else. Right. He's running for office. Yeah. Yeah. No. First of all, I just flat out don't believe them. Okay. How's that? I don't believe you. Uh, I think that if it was a Republican, you definitely would have taken it up. If it was a progressive, you probably would have put bells on and taken it up. Okay, so let's just keep it real. So uh, all of a sudden, this new standard of like, oh, running for office, but we did the state thing, so running for federal office. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Okay, so let now let's talk about the nature of power. So time's up for whatever reason. I don't know if it's donors or if it's just Washington zeitgeist, et cetera, decides hey, we represent everybody uh, that's a victim of sexual assault, except if you were sexually assaulted by a really powerful Democrat. So good night and good luck. Okay. Uh, So then uh, the Democratic establishment, of course, closes ranks. Uh, Besides which, they then go on to smear her by saying she's a Bernie Sanders supporter. She was an Elizabeth Warren supporter. Apparently, she also supported Marianne Williamson for some time. Yeah. yeah, and she's she's like she's I a, ran she's, out of options. They all dropped out. <laughs> she's a northern she's a northern Californian. Um, you know, yeah. that she she's that's where she lives now, and she's 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 true to those true to those politics. And so, um, yeah, that's right. She she started out. She even liked uh, Tulsi 
very she was curious about Tulsi, but liked Marianne Williamson. Then, then you're right. Then she then she moved to Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren faded, and she she moved to Bernie Sanders. So right, it's it's not exactly uh, that she's a Bernie bro, and she supported Hillary actually in in 2016 over over Bernie in the, in the primary. So this is not this is not someone who's been kind of a, a Bernie bro warrior for for four years. But it, yeah. for sure, she didn't support Joe Biden in the in the Democratic primary like that. We we can certainly grant that and acknowledge that. All right, so let's talk about the mainstream media here because to me that's the most interesting part of the story. So it, now, by the way, you guys should all know that, uh, and it's in Ryan's story on the Intercept uh, that uh, if you uh, they, they went, she said, I told my mom, my brother, and my friend back then. Her mom has passed away, but both the brother and the friend confirmed that Tari did say back in the 1990s when this happened that Joe Biden had done this to her, to people that know her. That's like the gold standard for is it true, right? And right. so now um, New York Times, I don't know, I, maybe I missed it. Have they covered the story at all, Ryan? I don't, I don't think they, either the Times or the Post have yet, no. And how about CNN? Mm, there, see, there, there may have been an article that so Biden came out publicly with a statement denying it, uh, and it, re- releasing a statement from his executive assistant, who was her boss, who you know, who also said that she'd never, you know, heard of anything like this. Um, so it's possible CNN did a web article about his denial, but I, I certainly haven't seen um, any 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 in depth coverage. No, yeah, I haven't seen on cable news at all, uh, and and if they if anyone did any coverage of it, it was minuscule because it's nowhere to be found, uh, not part of the national conversation, completely stonewalled. Uh, so, and in fact, Ryan, sorry to hear, apparently you lost your credibility uh, because <laughs> when you when you broke the story about uh, Dr. Blasey Ford. Uh, and and how Kavanaugh uh, might have done something outrageous to her. You were the most credible reporter in the country. You were an American hero. Now you break a story about Joe Biden in a similar circumstances, and all of a sudden Howard Dean and other folks tell me you're not credible anymore. Sorry that that happened to you. So l- let's you let's dive do? into it, Ryan, before we run out of time. There, I'm not missing anything, right? There is this. Well, there how, is no how? actual standard. They just. They're just so biased. They're like, if it happened to a progressive and it was done by an establishment Democrat, we're just not going to cover it because we're the most biased people in America. I mean, you certainly could take a quotes and do a quiz. Um, you know, was this said by a Republican about uh, Christine Blasey Ford or was this said by a Democrat about Tara Reid? And I think people would uh, have a coin toss chance of, of getting getting through that type of a quiz yeah so have you heard anything from the rest of the press as to any defense of why they're not covering it because uh, like i what i don't want to do ryan is i don't want to get in out and tell everybody it's super credible and she's definitely right and and then not know something and then it turns out they say oh new york times already knew that she had blah 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 whatever it is right and and they just didn't share it with you jank and ha ha you, you right. thought she was credible and she wasn't, right? Like, did they disprove something she said? Like, I, I just, I don't want to yeah. miss it. But right now, right. it looks like it's just as credible a case as I have ever seen. Yeah, I think that 
and I think people are working on it from what I've been able to gather. And, uh, you know, there's a pandemic going on, which is taking up a lot of people's attention. But, you know, there were no witnesses. Uh, so, you know, everybody knows that, you know, it can be established that she worked there. Uh, you know, there are, you know, people she told at the time who are, who are credible. Um, one of the people, and, and I've heard this uh, from some reporters, one of the people who, not her brother, but her friend, uh, has no interest in, in being public um, and is a Republican now. Worked for, worked for Ted Kennedy in the 1990s, is now a Republican. Uh, that person does not want to be named. Uh, so some news outlets certainly are hesitant to, to go with someone who, who, won't, who won't put their name publicly on it. That could have something to do with it to, to, to answer your question in the most good faith way uh, possible. But there hasn't been anything, you know, otherwise that has, you know, kind of jumped out and said, oh, whoa, you know, pump the brakes here. This is this is crazy. Um, may, maybe the maybe some of the news outlets are having a hard time getting their heads around the uh, the, the the Putin writing that maybe, maybe that's maybe that's part of it. You know, I understand that this that america is a is a wild place filled with people with all sorts of uh wild opinions you know be, you know we you and i you know we we talk to regular people all the time and regular people have very irregular opinions you know they they don't yep. you know they they don't just um you know parrot exactly what they're hearing on on cable television in fact a lot of there's there's a good chunk of people maybe it's 5% of the country who if they're told something by cable television then they automatically believe the opposite until it's proven otherwise. And, and that's actually the case for her with this Russia thing. She, you know, she was 2012. She told Russia's a big friend of the United States. Now she's told that Russia is uh, the most evil place on the planet. And so because she's being told that by the mainstream media, she's like, well, that, that must be a lie. I don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, because they've lied well, about so much else, and there are a lot of people like that, and th there are there are reasons that people have uh, that attitude towards uh, towards the establishment and toward um, toward main, mainstream media information that's pumped their way. So, Ryan, super quick, uh, your honest assessment: if this exact story was about Bernie Sanders, about how he pushed a woman up against the wall and assaulted her this way. Is there any chance in the world that the New York Times and every cable news outlet wouldn't have covered it immediately? No, I think I think they would have gone for that. Uh, I do. I I, I I wondered about that. Um, now it it would be so out of character for Sanders that maybe, um, uh, depending on the 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 specific allegation, there would be some discounting of it. Uh, but I think that the the impulse would be in that direction like like you said um they'd believe so, it immediately yeah. and they yeah. wouldn't let anyone question it uh and they would immediately call anyone who questioned it illegitimate and supporting a a, a supporter of sexual assault That's right and they, what, they would probably they probably enjoy that uh that 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 charge of hypocrisy you, you know you because uh, you know a lot of a lot of the a lot of centrists you know they they resent the the left for making them feel like they're they're impure you know you you're you're purer than thou um, and so oh here you are defending sexual assault so I think they would probably get a real kick out of that.
Yeah, last thing on this story. Uh, if uh, the fact that they actually removed her from Biden's office, even if you say, hey, look, that, that the last part of the story of the up against the wall and all that stuff, et cetera, in judging whether that's true, remember that when she said, hey, uh, Biden told me my he liked my legs and that's why he wanted me to serve drinks, they basically fired her for that. So there's already proven history of her complaining about sexual innuendo and harassment at that office and her being removed from it. Do I have that right? Right. And even the, the interview was a bit creepy uh, where, she, you know, she's she's interviewing with the, her boss and Biden comes in and looks at her and says, hire her, um, which, you know, it, it's a, it, the way she tells the story is just, it's it's quite believable. Um, and you can you can imagine it going down in, in a Senate office in 1993 that way. Um, and and it, and it kind of fits with what we understand about. Uh, about Joe Biden. So, right, there was a there, there was, as she had described it, a pattern of that throughout her her tenure there. Yeah. And by the way, you might not want to bring corroborating witnesses uh, for Anita Hill if you're worried about your history. OK, so uh, it so there's plenty of evidence here to at least have it be an open question. But if you're the mainstream media, that's not how you operate. Uh, you just support whoever is the establishment Democrat, sometimes establishment Republicans, and you treat progressives, including victims of sexual assault, as invisible. So congratulations to you, uh, mainstream media, Democratic establishment, and Time's Up. You must be so proud. Okay, uh, we're out of time, unfortunately, so we got to leave it right there. Uh, Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for writing yet another important story. Everybody check it out at The Intercept. Uh, thanks, brother. Thanks, Jake.